and Board Game Man with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Each episode, I'll give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five of those games. This week, I'm going to give you my picks for the top five most anticipated games of 2020. Now, you've heard my top five of last year of the games that I've played. Now, this is one just a list of things that I want to see that when they come out this year and see if they're any good. Now, sometimes you know a lot about these games, sometimes because you backed them on Kickstarter, and sometimes you just read that they're coming out because the publisher or, or you saw something on Twitter or you know who the designer is as far as seeing their announcements on Board Game Geek. So it's hard to kind of try to know everything about a game, but you're going to have to mix in. I have got a bit of a mix between seeing the pictures, the description, uh, things I've demoed at a con or some that I kind of have no idea about, but I just know either the publisher or the designer. So like I said, my list has a bunch of those different ones, and but mostly it's Unfortunately, it's mostly just games that I saw pictures of and know who the designers are, but I'm a bit really stoked to pick some of these games up or to at least try get them tried. So I'll also give you a lot of my honorable mentions, and I know a little bit more of some of these other games. Uh, so I'll give you a little bit of everything. And at the end, I've got a few more things like expansions and other categories. But first, I'm going to give you my main list. Now, number five is Paris. This is going to be from Game Brewer. I'm not sure if that's who's going to be publishing it over here or not, but this is from Michael Kiesling and Wolfgang Kramer. Now, they design a lot together. They design a lot on their own and with other designers, but they do design a lot together. They've done Porta Nigra, Colbaron, Palaces of Carrara, and Adventureland, which is more of a family weight game by Haba. Now, Paris, uh, as the description on BGG goes, it's a very good explanation of how it is. Paris is a typical medium weight Kramer and Kiesling Euro-style game with straightforward gameplay, shorter player turns, and an ingenious point salad mechanism. Basically, that means that you're going to be able to score points by doing a lot of different things in the game, and you'll have a lot of different paths to victory. Now, this says you'll mainly score points by obtaining the right buildings and collecting the right bonus cards. Now, it's got a really nifty little kind of circle mechanism where there's kind of bonus cards out there. So uh, and you also have a little bit of a tableau and some hidden items behind a screen. Uh, this one looks really, really nifty. Uh, it's got that usual about mid-weight euro, two to four players, probably about an hour to two hours of playing. Not sure when this one is going to be out. There's not a whole lot of information on that part, which that's kind of going to be a theme running throughout my whole list where not really a whole lot of concrete. Just know that it's coming out this year. This one looks pretty cool. That is Paris. Again, it tickles my, uh, you know, I have more of a, I'm more of a guy that just loves those mid-weight euros and kind of the other type games I kind of see as I play them, the family games or, or other type of, uh, you you know, Ameritrash, things like that is what I see a little bit more uh, as they come out. Now, number four does fit into that family weight or kind of abstract family weight game that we come to know and love from Next Move Games or or Plan B. Those are that's who came with Azul and Reef. This is what I mentioned, I believe, on a on a Munchkin Minute late, uh, recently. This is by Dan Halstead and Next Move Games. This is going to be a two to four kind of family weight game. It's going to be played in thirty to forty five minutes. Kind of that really cool kind of super filler, really fun super filler game. Now, according to their description, players are going to compete to optimize their flight plans to secure nectar for their hive. Be careful of the other bees as you'll compete with them over a set of public and private scoring goals. The challenges in planning and storing the nectar will be your, will make your brain buzz. This is a good game from what everything I've heard, as far as people that have tested this, uh, it's a good example of a game that I kind of like the publisher because a lot of the kind of the abstract family weight games from Next Move, like again, Azul and Reef are very, very good. And Dan Halstead happens to be a very, very good friend of mine uh, that I have now played this game in its final iteration. I played it a little bit, uh, I think last year or the year before in a very prototype form. So I am really, really excited to see how this one comes out and, and a big congratulations for him for getting this game put out by Next Move Games. 
That is my number four, Bees. Number three, Stellar. This is a game that's coming out by Renegade Game Studios by Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback. They are the designers behind Reef the Dice Game, which was my game of the year of last year. Uh, and Stellar is a two-player card game. It plays in about 30 minutes. And they they joke about this is kind of in their little series of games, which are the overly mathy family weight uh, card games. Uh, you know, it's kind of a joke, but there's, it's cards. Uh, you're putting your cards out there. You're going to be drafting cards and putting them out in kind of an array that will be like a telescope picture in front of you. And there'll be five different rows. And you're going to be trying to collect different cards that are, whether there be asteroids, moons, uh, other uh, kind of cl- uh, stellar constellation, stellar clouds and, and nebulas and things like that. But they'll be in different kind of suits. There's five different suits, which represent those different types. And it'll also be numbers on each one of those. And depending on where you draft and what you put kind of in front of you in a little tableau also uh, goes into play with scoring uh, within your uh, telescope array. So there'll be different ways to score on there. It'll be majorities. This uh, really looks like a pretty cool uh, kind of, it's gonna, probably going to be a lighter to medium weight card game. Uh, don't take what I said about the incredibly mathy. It's just kind of a joke to, to uh, you know, kind of say that there's kind of a little bit of math that has to go into kind of with the majority scoring and things like that. But this is called Stellar. Originally, this one was going to be put out. They were, uh, when they were testing it, it was Lighthouses. But Stellar uh, was was kind of changed by the, the publisher, Renegade Game Studios. And from talking to the designers, uh, it sounds like it was uh, for the best because it made it a lot, pretty, a lot prettier. And kind of the array just really seems to work. This one is Stellar. And this actually be out any day now. I'm pretty sure you'll start seeing it hit the shelves any day. This is one I think you have to wait till con. At very least, it might be out at, might be at Origins, but I got a lot of things in the mail as far as Renegade kind of trying to put out the publicity for it. So this one should be out real soon. And it's probably going to be about a $15 game. That is my number three, Stellar. Now, the next two are kind of Euro games that I know very little about. So I apologize for that. But these are games that really have me stoked for. Uh, The first one, number two, is Technu, Obelisk of the Sun. This one is from Board and Dice, which have been putting out a lot of great Euro games uh, this past couple of years. I think last year uh, they had put out, uh, I believe it was uh, Harvest Dice was out last year. Sierra West, which was another really good one that went out next year. Teotihuacan was out last year by them and Dice Settlers. So they're really doing some good kind of the Euro uh, feel to them. This one, again, Tech New Obelisk of the Sun will be one to two hours and one to four players. I love how p- more publishers are putting out these solo Euro games or solo variants or solo designs uh, as well as just the two to four player games because, you know, there are just times where you can only play by yourself and you just want to get that good board game feel today and having a midweight Euro is very cool. Now, these guys, Daniel Tashini and David Tertzi, these are some of the guys behind things like Zolkin, Marco Polo, that Dice Settler, as I said, Teo Tawakin, and Tristman Gistus, uh, which is also a very good game from uh, last year. It was an, an Essen release, so you'll see that more uh, coming into this year. Now, what's really cool about Technu, they kind of have been using dice in very unique ways. There'll be an obelisk in the middle, and there'll be kind of uh, shadows that'll be cast in different parts of the, the circle around it where dice will be. Now, depending on the value of the dice, the section where you drafted it from, and the color of the dice, will be a lot of different actions that you'll be able to take. So really cool there. You'll have uh, the variable set up each time, and you're going to have, I believe, probably some 
uh, variable player power is probably also in there, but there'll be different gods depending on which side of the obelisk you're in. All sorts of really cool Euro things. Uh, there'll be a lot of nifty scoring for having the most farms, uh, you know, construction near a certain uh, one of the gods and a uh, number of statues you constructed and the happiness of people. Everything just screams very cool Euro goodness. I'm hoping this one is out by Origins because I really want to play it soon. But yeah, that's uh, by Board and Dice. That is Tech New Obelisk of the Sun. Now, this number one game that I'm looking forward for this year, my number one most anticipated game of the year, is for, called Alma uh, Alma Mater. This is going to be from one of the guys from Akitoka. It's going to be Flamina Brasini, Vigino Gili, Stefano Luperto, and Antonio Tinto. And this is going to be out from Eggert Spiel, which I believe that'll be probably Plan B. We'll be bringing it over here sometime later in the year. Uh, these are the guys from Coimbra, which was my game of the year a couple years ago. Uh, also, Agizia, which was one of my favorite games of all time, and also probably number two favorite game of all time. They're responsible for Lorenzo Il Magnifico. So these guys are really good at having a Euro game, having that cool mechanism, and uh, usually using dice and very fun ways. I'm not sure if there's any dice in this. And looking at the pictures, it's hard to tell. But they do always have that one cool thing you're doing in the game. That's a kind of a real cool Euro thing where you have that one thing and you kind of build a really cool game around it. Now, Alma Mater, uh, the only thing it really says is uh, the players are serving as headmaster of one of the independent universities of the 15th century. Players seek to strengthen their school's reputation and standing. To achieve these goals, they will need to recruit the best staff and students, exchange knowledge with other schools, and become experts in the school's four disciplines. So you talk about hand management, tile placement, worker placement. Mwah! This is all the great, great stuff that I really absolutely love. And I can't wait to check this one out again. I don't know a whole lot about it. Not even more than really a teaser, but those guys names on it. Yeah, you got it right to my number one. So let me run down this real quick. You got Paris, number five, Bees, number four, Stellar, number three, Technu, Obelisk of the Sun, number two, and Alma Mater, number one. Now there's a whole bunch of also rands. Let me just kind of run down a few. Viscounts of the West Kingdom. That's uh, another one of these kind of, I wouldn't say it's an expansion, but it's a next game in a series of things like Architects of the West Kingdom and Paladins of the West Kingdom. Them. So that will be out this year. Uh, Marvel Splendor, another game that I was kind of mentioned last year. It was supposed to be out early this year, but I think it'll probably make it hopefully by Gen Con. That is basically the Marvel theme Splendor with a little bit different uh, rules changes. Dice Realms by uh, Tom Lehman, After the Empire by Gray Fox, Troyes Dice or Twa Dice. Twa was a good game. It came out about 10 years ago. Uh, used Dice in very cool uh, mechanism. Uh, so looking at their roll and write uh, with Twa Dice. Also, the crew quest for Planet Nine was really hot. I believe this is a cooperative trick taker that was real hot at Essen. Uh, that one's coming out. Uh, there's Cosmic Colonies from Floodgate and Scott Alms. This was kind of using the uh, kind of Tetris pieces and using drafting and using Tetris type shape pieces uh, in a very cool kind of drafting way. I saw this one really fast. The uh, owner of Floodgate showed it to me real fast at the end of Gen Con. But man, this one looks really, really cool. And of course, uh, there's a game God uh, Godspeed I'm looking forward to. That's by Adam Hill and Clay Hargrave. Dominant Species Marine. I'm not sure if that one's going to be out. Dominant Species is one of my favorite games of all time, a heavyweight Euro. Uh, Chad Jensen passed away last year, and I think they're trying to get this put out. I think it's GMT. We'll try to get this put out this year. And another one, there's a tease. They kind of teased Pandemic Legacy Season 3. I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember where it was teased, but they might come out later this year, so look out for that one. And the Dominant Species Marine, I'm sorry, um, Cosmic Encounter Duel, which was from FFG. It's a two-player Cosmic Encounter that I mentioned. Uh, that's supposed to be coming out this year. Now, Kickstarters that will be started this year uh, that I believe will be kind of probably not put out till next year, but look out for these Kickstarters. One of them already ended, The Return of the Dark Tower. 
uh, that uh, Kickstarter just ended, but you can probably get in on the uh, backer pledge, you know, the late backer pledge. Role Player Adventures, which was a cool looking game that uh, I think is supposed to hit Kickstarter this year, uh, which kind of takes a role player theme and uses a kind of a dice uh, and a cooperative player uh, aspect. And of course, Frosthaven, which is basically Gloomhaven 2, uh, will be out in March. There'll be uh, the other one. There's also ooh, that one. Um, there's the Marvel, I believe it's called Marvel Adventures or Marvel. It's a CMON game that's going to be out probably next week as far as Kickstarter starts. You'll hear a lot of the Kickstarter stuff on the uh, Munchkin Land podcast. I like to cover a lot of Kickstarters there. Now, Kickstarters that are for, supposed to fulfill this year that I'm looking forward to. Adventure Tactics, Domien's Tower, which is an amazingly look, amazing looking art game and has that tactics and it's, uh, it's got scenarios to it. Oh, this game looks awesome. I back that. Stygian Society also kind of uses a cube tower. It's a dungeon crawler with a cube tower. Looks really great. I back that. Can't wait for that. Sleeping Gods by Ryan Lockett, which is kind of a storytelling adventure game. Adventure book game will be out. And Car Wars, I think, is sixth edition, is supposed to be delivered as well this year. Now, some, a couple of expansions, real quick hits that should be coming or that are coming out this year that I'm really looking forward to. Imperial Settlers Empires of the North has, I believe, three expansions that are coming out. Roman Banners, Barbarian Hordes, and Egyptian Clans, I believe, will all be out this year. Uh, one of them might already be out uh, now that it is February, but I'm not quite sure. And finally, out of all this, I'm really, really, really looking forward to the Spirit Island expansion, Jagged Earth, which will add a whole lot of stuff, a lot of spirits, other ways to play the game, and it's supposed to be a big box expansion, so that's going to be amazing. So that is a whole lot of stuff for you. I'll try to put uh, probably in about another week or two, uh, once I get back in the country, I'll put some of this up into the uh, into the major spoilers, into the, basically into the top five part of Discord, uh, in the major spoilers Discord. I'll throw a bunch of links in there for you. But anyway, hope you enjoyed all of those uh, things that are coming out this year. Again, sorry I don't have a whole lot more, but that's kind of half the fun of being and having the anticipated games for the year. Thanks for joining me on this week's Top 5 Board Games Edition. If you have any questions, please tell me what games you're looking forward to as well. Feel free to comment on this episode on Majorspoilers.com or go to the site for tons of great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. I'm Dan Dan, the board game man. You can find me at GeekJockBlog, so feel free to tweet me any of the games you're anticipating for the year. You can also find me on the Geek All-Stars podcast or as a contributor to TMSPM, where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. I'll be back soon with more board game top five goodness, but until then... Hey, grab a new board game and have some fun with family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.